0: Good morning, Charmers. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend and had a wonderful Monday and is waking up to a wonderful day as well. Um, I didn't really do much this weekend. I just kind of wanted to just kind of chill, to be honest, and I binge-watched you Um. I love that show, it's one of my favorite shows, so it's the one show that I will binge watch, Um, I spent like literally, uh, almost like the whole day, and then a little bit of the next day to finish off, but I did go out later on that night though, with some friends, Um, we went to this kind of awesome looking, like, it was like a bar, but it was like a gothic thing, kind of like a, like a, um, like, a romantic kind of, like, gothic look, um, it, it was just interesting, almost like you were in a cathedral with, like, these, like, beautiful, like, antique mirrors and wonderful drawings of, like, Frankenstein, and it literally felt like we were still in, like, Halloween. It was really cool, though, I really liked it, Um, and it was fun. Um, The food was okay, though, they didn't really have a big menu, but, I mean, that wasn't, Extremely huge for me because anytime I go out, I'm always there just to bond and have fun with my friends. You know, it was a couple's date, of course, with all of our husbands and us women and, you know, the guys and everything. We're all bonding and everything. So it's fun. But that's pretty much the only like active thing I really did. Um, Other than that, you know, it's just been really rainy and cold in this state. And I just, you know, that's just cuddle and reading season for me. Um, my husband doesn't have weekends off anymore, so, yeah, I just kind of, like, chill out and, you know, just do my own thing. I'm taking a sip of my camel milk and lavender tea, you know, um, whenever my stomach feels a little kind of, like, weird, I always drink this, and I'm telling you guys, it helps so much, plus you have the lavender that gives you, like, the calming effect, Right. Okay, so of course, um, this episode is going to be in um, the sexual and relationship part of Scorpio season, um, and I read from two books because one of them is really dedicated to feminine. Um, oh, oh, like my water and it's so leaked up there. That's weird. But yeah, I'm just wiping this off real quick. And I read from two books because if you're new here, hey, 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 stay please and welcome. You are highly appreciated and loved for supporting the show. Learn with us, have fun with us, chill with us, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, as I mentioned, one's for women and the other one's more for uh, everyone so the males can also relate because we do have some gentlemen listening to this show and you are so appreciated so hey just know that whenever I'm reading this first book about the feminine you can help like understand your girlfriend you know your friend your mom your spouse whatever so it's not a total loss for you guys <laughs> but let's go ahead and jump to the Scorpio session I said session section. Okay. So says <clears throat> you guys know, there's always a checklist for the traits of Scorpio and you should always, whatever one I read off, cause it's, um, traits one through 35 and you guys can figure out, of course, what you guys relate with, you Scorpio suns, moons, and risings. Um, so let's go. So, of course, I'm starting with number one, and that's complex. Or well, Let me read this so people know. It says, check, uh, checklist of Scorpio traits. Note, this checklist describes the traits of one phase only. If it doesn't seem to fit you, check other lists to find the phase you are in right now. So number one, complex. Two, practical. Three, mystical. Four, lusty. Passionate. Five, duronal dur- a day person, oh okay. Six nocturnal, a night person, seven intense, eight vindictive, nine, prone to extremes, ten repressed, eleven compulsive, twelve self confident, and thirteen capable. And so I'm gonna read fourteen through twenty seven and that's psychic, stubborn, loyal, curious, adventurous, intense intensive, intensive intense sensitive or yeah. Oh, insensitive. I'm crazy. Uh, Dictorial, arrogant, secret, self-indulgent, manipulative, torrid, asexual, positive, non-conforming. 28 through 35 is iconoclastic, leader, lonely, guilty, self-destructive, unusual destiny, undergoes changes and turning points, emotional death and rebirth in her life. A main theme and power user is the last one. So if you relate to any of those, then yeah, it'd be nice to know if you guys want to leave, you know, comments or DM me on Instagram at the Charming Libra. I really would love to know, like, how you guys feel and relate to this stuff. Okay, so general traits and background. So it says, the Scorpio woman is an internally intriguing creature who who, like the Sphinx, seems to know and guard the riddles of life and death. She either fascinates or frightens nearly every man. She is magnetic, lusty, and endowed with mysterious powers. She can devastate with a look or, or revitalize with the healing energy in her eyes and hands. Scorpio is the eighth sign of the zodiac, and it is fixed water. The fixed part gives her persistence, determination, and willfulness. The power gives her regenerative powers intuition mysticism compulsiveness and some paranoia each astrological sign is said to be ruled by a planet and its vibrations since scorpio is ruled by pluto a pluto dominates the main theme in the life of the scorpio woman also know it's ruled by mars as well but pluto is the current uh, modern planet for it the scorpio type woman is one who has the sun or either important planets in scorpio planets in the 8th house, the natural house of Scorpio, a Scorpio ascendant, or a powerfully aspected Pluto. Scorpio types are also those who are temporarily th- uh, going through a Scorpio phase. In this, in this case, the person need to have no planets in the, in the sign of Scorpio. Um, the Scorpio type is described by the checklist of traits at the beginning of this chapter. The Scorpio phase has the following characteristics. An obsession with power and the use of sex to obtain it. Two, a major illness or the death of or, a major illness or the death or major illness of an intimate, which deeply alters a person's awareness and lifestyle. Three, a transcendence to spiritual attunement Gandhi comes to mind, and four, a transformation that results in a new self and lifestyle, symbolic death and rebirth in life. So, obviously, this really speaks to my soul because um I obviously must be going through a Scorpio phase because number two and number four is it really truly has been a phase, i would say for the last few years, to be honest, you know I'm constantly on a healing journey because I got really sick, and I am literally transforming my life you know for the better to you know like business wise um everything, you know? So it's, it's amazing. Um, and, and again, it says when you have a Scorpio phase, it does, it means that you don't have, uh, you don't need to have planets to, um, basically uh, have, basically be going through a Scorpio phase. Now I know it also, so people know, it says the Scorpio type woman is one who has a Sun or other important planets in Scorpio, planets in the eighth house, or a Scorpio ascendant, or a powerfully aspected Pluto. So, I do, have a, I do have Scorpio placements in the outer planets, which I don't really, I mean, I count it, but, you know. And then I also have a eighth house placement, which is my moon sign, but it's in Pisces. And um, I also have a very powerfully aspected Pluto, because my Pluto is conjunct my Sun, so that gives a lot of energy um, for um, from that planet. Okay, so let's go ahead and say, all right. Okay, so sometimes the Scorpio phase is characterized by destruction via fanatic sexual involvement, money making, and manipulation of individuals, of groups. Scorpio has had a bad press mostly because its potent energy has so often been used to gain personal power at the expense of others. The the Scorpio woman lives on many levels, most of which are hidden to all but a few intimate, perceptive observers. And I'm going to read the quote because I forgot to read the quote for the Scorpio personality. It says, when she is good, she is very, very good. When she is bad, she is horrid. So this is true. Scorpios are amazing <laughs> when they're good, but when they're bad, woof! watch out. They are lethal. It says you can identify her by her intensity, her willpower, and her strong hypnotic aura. The Scorpio woman enters the room quietly, but commands it immediately. She is all woman and very real. No man could ask for more than she offers. Frankly, <clears throat> excuse me, Frankly, quite a few men would be more comfortable with less. These are the men who do not find it easy to love a woman who exudes power and understands how to use it. Power is the ability to cause and prevent change. The Scorpio woman has has it and wants it. She affects major changes in people and in all vibrations she encounters. <clears throat> oh my gosh, excuse me. Let me take a step. My voice keeps cracking. Okay, come on, voice. All right. (laughs) Okay, so it says, Power is the ability to cause or prevent change. The Scorpio woman has it and wants it. She affects major changes in in people and, and in all vibrations she encounters. She can also block influences that would create change. For example... She is almost immune to opinion makers and will rarely change her mind. Yeah, Scorpios run to their own beat. Especially, you know, like, this is about Scorpio women. So, yeah, they, they they walk to their own beat. They don't give a fuck about what, um you know, like, if someone's like, oh, I don't want this or I don't want that or I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. They'll be like, fine, and they will just go do it themselves, you know? They don't fuck around with that kind of stuff okay where was i at okay so it says to understand scorpio one must be aware of her needs for both privacy and power she wants to make an impact on the world sometimes at great personal sacrifice she also demands secrecy the conflict the conflict comes when she realizes that leadership usually comes at the price of her privacy a key word for her to use As well as her own talents and resources, she sometimes uses people to gain her ends. She craves understanding, but seldom is understood. She wants emotional uh, peace, but lives on the edge of compulsive and excessive. So here is going through the traits for you guys. Uh, Okay. So complex. Scorpio sign is symbolized by the scorpion, the eagle, and the phoenix. She is as complex as her symbols imply. Her highest task is to achieve self-mastery. She must do this through self-reform. She has to learn how to pull herself up up by her sandal straps from the lower scorpion existence to the higher level of the eagle. A few scorpion women reach the spiritual transcendence the phoenix symbolizes. As Joan of Arc was dying at the stake, a big bird is said to have soared over her head, an eagle. Okay, it says practical, mystical. The Scorpio woman is a pragmatist but also a mystic. Though unlikely to shed many tears for the victims of Hiroshima, she may receive, she, she may decide to become a doctor and heal the sick. Her mystical size tells her to reach for a cosmic reason for the Holocaust. She may seem cruel to people who do not know of or share her pragmatic, action oriented beliefs and who are not in tune with her mysticism. She believes that no condition, habit, or relationship escapes change or ending. The pragmatic Scorpio believes that destruction is a necessary forerunner of rebirth. The mystical Scorpio finds hidden purpose in each tragedy. And they do, you know, like Scorpios, they, you know, they feel they're intense, and they know when something is kind of coming to an end and that it's time to basically move to... The, the next level, pretty much, like, a level up, um, they, I feel like, I feel like they don't have a hard time with change, um, which is weird, because I know some Scorpios who do, but then I've also noticed that they have, like, a different kind of, um, what is it, like, kind of like earthy and a little bit like taurian i would say aspect uh, like not aspects but signs and other you know like in other planets and stuff like that and usually i feel like because taurus you guys want to change when you want to change you don't like for things to kind of change when you're not ready you know what i mean so you guys have a hard time coming out of your your comfort zone while the scorpio on the other hand does not have that problem so, um, and you guys are very, very mystical, very psychic and intuitive. I feel like you guys, to me, out of Cancer and, and Pisces, I just think you guys have that, more of that, like, heightened psychic ability, definitely. Um, okay, so let's Passionate, Day Self, Night Self. The Scorpio Woman is a, is, is a lot like Molly and Fielding's novel Tom Jones, on which the film of the same name was based. She loves sex and abandons herself to all its delights. Her senses are highly developed and she feels through all of them. She may roll in the hay as Molly does. She appreciates the sensuality of eating and can make a meal a ritual of seduction. She hungers for touch and for a man's body. She, decide, she delights in his shape, textures, and potency. She sniffs, traces, strokes, nibbles when she loves She loves with fierce loyalty. When she lusts, she longs for the meshing and thrashing of bodies, From the death of her being. This is her darunal or day self. Scorpio also has a nocturnal self. It is just as hungry and strong as her day self, but it lurks waiting for an opening. It is her compulsive, inhibited domineering, sometimes maniacally... Possessive or secretly sadistic side. Mata Hari, for example, was a nocturnal creature. She listened only for power. She hid her true her true goal and used sex to get to get it. This side of Scorpio is destructive and can end up destroying her. Yes, because obviously, you guys, when it comes to sex, you guys, you you give your your emotions to people, like you're so you're so focused, you're well-focused, you focus on every single detail of the person, everything that's that's happening in their body, everything that's how you're feeling, you know, their body feeling on you and all this stuff, like, this is really intense stuff, and to me, like, Scorpios are really well at that, like, you guys make sure you learn the person inside and out, and um if you're doing this with a person that you enjoy because you want to, you know, really connect with this person, it's a really beautiful thing. And it can be something that just really, like, draws you close to your partner. But if you're using it for the wrong reasons, such as to get what you want, it will fuck you up because you're still giving of yourself when you're having sex. You're still, you know, intense. You're still giving all your passions and you know, like kind of being vulnerable, really learning your partner, but you're using it to kind of, you know, like where it's, I don't want to say you're detached, but it's kind of like from a, de- a, de- a detached, come on, Tasha, <laughs> a detached standpoint of where you're like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck this person, so I can just get what I want, but you're still giving of yourself, if that makes sense. Okay, so int- um, intense. It says, every Scorpio woman glows with intensity. Her intensity is double-edged, a gift or a burden, depending on what she does with it. It is a gift when linking it to her powers of concentration, she serves a good cause. For example, she can concentrate intensely on the number of the winning horse in the next day's daily double and bring it to mind. Her her mental powers enable her to visualize the man she wants, and he appears Scorpio's intensity positively used makes her a winner and a delightful challenge. Negatively used, it can turn into vindictiveness and vengefulness. So uh, this almost sounds like you guys can use your intenseness almost like a like manifestation, which is very interesting. So because it literally says it says her mental powers enable her to visualize the man she wants, which you have to visualize what you desire in manifestation for it to happen right because you have to put your emotions into it and it says and he appears so you guys should you know like scorpio placements um y'all should really take advantage of that because it's basically saying you guys are great with visualization you know if you're if you get that part cuz that's that's the hardest part for most people to do is to visualize Um, and I feel like Pisces, Pisces is another one because we're, you know, like I'm a Pisces placement. Um, I, I'm, I'm a dreamer, (laughs) you know, like Pisces placements dream. We can easily like disconnect and just go full on fantasy. And then we also put our emotions into it. So like me, I can envision something and see it. And I literally start either crying or I'll start smiling. or I'll be happy because I actually feel what's happening in that, in that, you know, in that dream, in that vision, you know what I mean, that daydream vision, so it's, that's why they always make fun of Pisces place and saying we hurt our own feelings, because we do, like, we can envision, like, our mind, we can just, you know, detach from reality and start seeing, like, maybe, like, our boyfriends or something, like, cheated, or something happened to, some, to someone, and you're just, like, tearing up, like, I do that shit all the time, but yeah, Scorpios, um, use it to your advantage, man. Don't don't use it to where it's negative, where you become vindictive and vengeful, but yeah, definitely use that for your manifestations practices. Okay, it says vindictive. If anyone crosses her, her intensity turns into revenge. If you have ever been on the receiving end of the Scorpio woman's stings and attacks, you probably have some unforgettable memories. She will hardly ever forget slights real or imagined. She even invites them by her own expectation of being crossed or hurt. An old law is that you you great, oh, you get what you think you'll get. And plenty of the good and bad comes her way. If she does not rein in her negatives, she can turn into a mean witch indeed. Scorpio, I advise you to stay away from from petty intrigue and avoid inflicting hurts. Remember that if someone has wronged you, it ultimately becomes their karmic problem, not yours. The corollary of the rule above is that you get back whatever you send out, whatever it returns this year or at the end of of your life. So yes, you guys, um, I have to usually really talk to my husband about this. Um, You guys have to get out of getting people back when they do you wrong because truly it it just it really isn't worth it to me I feel like if someone does you wrong then they're not worth your they're not worth your presence that's how I look at it like and that's I guess coming from an air sign mentality it's like that's just how it is like if you fuck me over you know and I'm and I'm somebody who I'm I'm very patient I'm not just someone just like oh you're gone you know like unless it's something they did like terribly terribly to me like something that's almost unforgivable because I believe in forgiving people I just like I, I forgive but I don't forget put it like that and um, it's just like I feel like I'm, I'm a great person I am an amazing friend to people you know like when I'm your friend I love the hell out of you and I'll do anything that you need I'll help you when you need me to I'll give you money if you need me to you know like when I'm like i like when i when it's gifts, times, and birthdays, I go way beyond and out of my way, because I know that that's, you know, like the things that you talked about all year, I'm like, yes, I finally, you know, get to do this for this person, because they've been wanting it, or want to do this, or whatever, and I really do, I go above and beyond, and it's not really to please, but it, it makes me feel good by making them feel good, like I love making people happy, and not in a negative, people-pleasing way, to like, oh, if I don't do this, they won't be my friend, like, no, not at all, but I just feel like, it like if you, and I tell this to my husband, because some people cross him, I think people forget that he's a Scorpio, because he's so, he's, like, hella friendly, like, and I'm not saying Scorpios aren't friendly, but he's, like, a anomaly when it comes to Scorpio, he's actually very social and everything, which is weird, because uh he has, like, quite a bit of Scorpio placements, but he also is, like, more earth, uh, than anything, right? I'm taking a step real quick. But when people cross him, he gets, he gets straight up evil. Like he will get you where it hurts. And I'm like, you know, it's not even worth that at times. You know what I mean? It's just, it really isn't. And he was like, he's like, I know, but it's just like, I just hate when people cross me and I just feel like they need to, you know, like, I'm going to get them back. I'm going to get them back when they leave suspecting. It's like, that's just putting too much energy into something and What happened if you end up like either hurting the person or, you know what I mean? It's just, I know they hurt you, but in my opinion, it's just not, you don't want to stoop to that level, put it like that. You just don't want to stoop to that level. The the best thing you can do, in my opinion, because this has seemed to just work for me when people cross you to that point where either you forgiving them enough times and they keep like, basically you keep letting the same snake bite you. Or, like, um, they just, like, I don't know, they just do a terrible thing to you. It's just best just to leave them alone, like, walk away. Usually when, if someone does that to me, I don't even explain. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you you know, you did me wrong. Unless they ask me personally, but most of the time I just disappear. I, I literally, I am gone like the fucking wind. I'm not going to play games with people. And I'm not going to sit here and get my life And, you know, like turn upside down because I decided to get someone back because of what they did to me. Because for some reason, it just seems like if I were to do that, like bad things happen to me. You know, I was raised Christian. You reap what you sow. Also, you have other people who say karma, which is pretty much the same thing. Like you just don't want to you don't want to do that. It's just not worth it. And just let them go. Let them go. And I, I kid you not, anytime that I had to do that. Um, and they come back or they see me and they'll be like, I miss you or something. I was like, well, yeah, you know, and they're like, you know, what, what, what happened? All of a sudden it's just like, well, you know, that wasn't cool. I'll let them know that I was fucked up what you did. You know, I'm not going to play games out, you know, I'm someone who if I care about you and you do something fucked up like that I'm not gonna fuck with you no more I'm just not because that's just negative energy in my life why should I have to sit here and constantly keep looking behind my back because you have ill intentions for me like truly think like that regardless if you're Scorpio or not like the Scorpios, you guys are the worst with this. You guys will, will seriously like break your fucking back to get someone back just to be like, huh, you shouldn't have fucked with me. I get it. But the best thing to do that, the thing that will really get pe- get people is no longer allowing your presence around them. I, I kid you not. It works. It works for every ex-boyfriend. I'm not kidding. People, these men would call me back. They were like, oh, you're going to be so sprung off me if we ever break up or whatever, and I'm I i do not say one word because I'm thinking in my mind. If I'm break, if I'm not with you no more, I'm gone. I'm like I'm not gonna fuck around with you. I'm not gonna wait around for you and be like, oh, I hope he calls or me calling you. No. Um. One of them like uh called me all the time, and I had already moved on. He was he didn't stop calling until like. Basically, one time my sister was like, she's she's moved on. Like, dude, just move on. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't you didn't have time to talk to me when we were together. You were like not really talking to me sometimes. So why am I gonna wait around for your fucking ass and try to beg you back? No, you're not worth it. You're not worth my time. Like you lost a good person. So let that sink in. You know. And uh, and people will realize that. And that's why there's the reason why there's a saying: you don't know what you got till it's gone. And so many people, I'm telling you, like, friends would hit me up on Facebook, you know, like, old friends, like, I, I missed you, you were one of the best friends I've ever had, da, da 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 you know, and it's like, well, great, of course I'm not holding a grudge now, because we're fucking adults, and that shit that happened, we were, like, kids, but, like, once they realize that, like, it's like, I'll talk to them and stuff, which is fine, because I'm an adult about it now, but it's like, I I don't go out of my way. You know, we said, we said, we kind of made up and figured out what the issue was because they need closure. And I give that to them. I don't have a problem doing that. But other than that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to seek revenge on your fucking ass. I'm just not like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I should be in my, like in my soul. Sometimes when people do me fucked up, I just want to be like, oh, I want to, oh, I want to get you back. But it's just like, no my presence is gone. That's bad enough. You know, when you can't get a hold of me, when someone hurts you, like I'm always there for people to come and vent and be the shoulder they cry on. Um, no, once I'm gone, you don't get that no more. And that's kind of hard to find nowadays. It really is. It just is. So it's not worth it, Scorpios. Um, please. It really isn't like you guys are amazing people. And I can tell you, I feel like you guys, out of any sign, when you, once you guys decide to leave someone, it is felt because you guys are so amazing. You're so fucking loyal. You know, you're so deep. It's like you understand. It's like you can talk to a Scorpio about anything and they like get it. Like anything deep, anything weird, anything off, they fucking get it, you know? And when they're gone out of your life, you know, you feel that shit. You really do. It hurts. And it's like, they're not going to come back because once you, once you piss off a Scorpio and, and they are done with you, they're not coming back. That's a, you've lost them. So use that to your advantage, Scorpio, because, um, instead of going back doing, you know, fucked up shit to them, let them know what it's like to be without you and they'll appreciate you more and realize like, fuck, I fucked up. Okay. So anyways, that was kind of a long tangent, um, All or nothing, she is an extremist. Okay, so the Scorpio woman prefers to wipe the slate clean and begin anew rather than limp along patching up old habits. Her life is a roller coaster through eternity, unlike the Libra woman who swings from pole to pole because she can't decide what to do. (laughs) The Scorpio woman wants to experiment and live life to the fullest from extreme to extreme. She goes from a tour affair to asceticism, from artist to businesswoman, from occult study groups to spiritual isolation. Her model is that if one does nothing, or if one does something important, one must do it completely. She is almost incapable of taking the middle road, even though the pressure of public opinion. She is usually able to maintain a cool pose while waiting to pull off a coop. She can meta- metamorphose, metamorpho- metamorphosis um, in just a short time from passive observer or so we think to key mover and shaker scorpio energy almost always manifests itself through opposites and here is why deep down the scorpio woman knows she is in life to transform to fly like an eagle she has an inner knowledge harbors a vision of how to recycle herself she knows how to emerge from the ashes of pain and defeat on her path she relentlessly pursues extremes of joy and suffering creation and destruction. it is our perception shaped by heredity and early conditioning that define her behavior as extreme so yeah Scorpio is never in the middle as you guys know the previous episodes I have mentioned that you guys are just usually black and white it's yes or no there's no yes no maybe bullshit it's yes or no you know it's no gray area at all it's an extremist way to live. It's yes or no. This way or that way, you know, it's never and it's always just or. you know, one or the other. So uh you got to kind of, you know, that's just how you guys roll. But yeah, sometimes it can be hard for others to kind of work with that kind of energy because I feel like Aries like that's like an Arian trait. And you guys are ruled by Mars. Mars is very impulsive they don't got time for bullshit. And that's the same with Aries too. They're like, uh, no, it's, it's one or the other. But I feel like even though it's one or the other, it's not as um, extreme as a Scorpio, because I feel, like, I feel like sometimes you can persuade an Aries. Sometimes you can be like, well, why can't what we do it this way? And they'll be like, well, no, but then they'll be like, oh, wait a second. Okay, this actually works. I feel like for a Scorpio, you can't really do that with them. They're like, no, it it has to be my way or the highway, pretty much. Like, they have to figure it out for themselves, put it like that. Okay, so repressed. It says a Scorpio woman must learn to cope with one of the results of her all or nothing nature. Her repressed emotions, she often acts as if she had a stopper in her throat. When it blows, she can go to shattering extreme to let off steam. She can swallow years of domestic abuse and then one day walk out with, without a nod to her husband. She can tolerate battles on the job with, with no sign of misery and then down her boss and colleagues with a devastating attack to the gut. She is as good as re, uh, repressing emotions as she is planning and launching barbs and raids where they hurt the most. She can get ill from allowing her feelings to fester inside. And I'm going to repeat that, you guys. Scorpios. She can, and actually I'm going to leave out the she, they can get ill from allowing their feelings to fester inside, okay? Stop holding your feelings, guys. Come on now. I get it. But you have to be able to let that come out because that's like major blockage of your throat chakra. And anytime you're holding your emotions, I've said this a million times on this podcast, it, it comes out physically so it says though the scorpion woman has a sturdy constitution when she gets sick she holds onto illness as tenaciously as she once held on to her health her recovery is usually slow and long the weakest part of her body the point where she feels the most stress is her first chakra or the centers or the sex center first chakra you guys is the root chakra any uh, emotional repression goes directly into the sexual area immediately causing sexual problems and related physical compliments, complaints. The stop, the stopper in the bottle syndrome can also bring ulcers, periodic explosions that traumatize the family environment, throat discomfort or disease, and sometimes nagging lower back pain. Okay, so compulsive, leaving little to chance, to chance leaving little to chance, the Scorpio woman tries to arrange everything around her to set to run according to her plans. Perhaps she does this to prevent herself from coming on too strong. By prearranging life to suit her, she feels she may avoid blow blow ups. She, need, she needs life as if it were dough for daily fresh bread. She, she wills, desires, manipulates, organizes, categorizes, transcends, grabs, exploits, holds on, lets go, Attracts and repels experience. She has a secret man uh, inner force that compels her to gamble when she would rather play it safe. To be a catalyst when she would prefer her life to be to be stayed. She may dislike change, yet she cannot live without risk and revulsions. Her compulsion, activity, and her search for secrecy go hand in hand. Okay. self-confident capable okay so the scorpio woman is probably the most self-sufficient strong-willed self-confident woman in the zodiac except when she is in one of her crises usually her drive for significance is unrelenting her will to power formidable and her ability to seize an opportunity and play a hunch astounding if self-esteem is born of knowing what she wants and how to get it she brims with it for her the problem is not so much to get what she desires as to choose and use constructive means of doing so. She is confident and about her ability to dominate the forces of nature and to surmount obstacles. In truth, domination is a game to her. When she feels she was born to win, tasks that require confidence and endurance challenge her. Because she is confident, persistent through, and intuitive, she can be capable engineer, physician, or a military leader. She is a good manager, she likes to work, and she is usually good at it. The positive results reinforce her self confidence when in turn enables her to tackle new tasks with confidence. The more she does, the more confident she becomes. The short circuits only when she she short circuits only when she turns to revenge. See, revenge is not always good, guys, or any other underhanded expression of unvented fear and anger. This is why I constantly tell you guys how important it is to vent your emotions, because that's what happens, especially like with Scorpios. You guys are a water sign. You guys feel intensely. But yet it's almost like you guys have like an air sign mentality of kind of like not wanting to not wanting to express yourself. Uh, to people, right, I'm taking a sip really quick, but yeah, it's not as detached as an air sign, but it's just basically, like, it's almost like you guys just, like, you have, like, this well <laughs> of emotions, because, you know, wells go really deep, and then you put, like, the little top over it to be like, okay, let me just hide this, and then the only time you want to share it is when you have people that you trust and stuff with, but it's not good to bottle that up because then you end up, you know, getting in a big mess and doing things you shouldn't be really doing. And I also want to add other jobs that I feel like um, Scorpios are great at is um, psychologists. Like if you want to, like you guys are good at knowing people, sensing them, your intuition, your psychic, I mean, it's research, you know, I I, I think research is fun. It's hard as far as the math and statistics that goes into it, but it's really fun to see how things like, you know, cause and effect pretty much. So um, I think that's a really great career for Scorpios. Okay, so stubborn. I mean, no, I'm sorry, psychic. Scorpio's self-confidence is heightened by her psychic powers. She relies on them. Though her our culture represses psychic gifts, she tends to be clairaudient, telepathic, and perhaps also clairvoyant. Uh, if you guys don't know, clairvoyant is when you see things. Clairaudient is when you hear things. Um, telepathic is like reading minds and stuff. Um, she she sizes people up quickly and accurately, and she can wait to act as her judgment dictates. She usually psychs out her opponent. She has a good sense of timing for attacks, too, because her senses process data accurately. She misses little of what goes on, and though she is psychic, she is seldom tuned out to dreamy never-never land. Usually, she is right in the thick of a situation, feet on the ground, eyes carefully observing, and mind mind-questioning and evaluating. So, yes, this is, like, uh, my mom is Scorpio, and there was never, ever getting past her. I kid you not. Like, there's one story where I was out, uh, this is when I was, like, 17, I was out with my boyfriend, and it was, like, my very first time ever trying a, you know, drinking, and so I got really fucked up, you know, like, bad. And I came home late and I thought she would be asleep, but she just knew something in her soul, you know, and she was like, she was still up. And I was like, fuck. So I'm trying to walk in the house and I'm, she's like, hey, and she's trying to talk to me. I was like, oh, I'm so tired. She's like, you're drunk. You know, she wasn't even near me. She was like, you're drunk. I t- You shouldn't be doing that stuff and do that. She was really pissed and I got in trouble. But the point is, it's like, it's almost like she knew something was going to be up. So she stayed up. Also, like if I come to her house, no matter how good, like let's say I moved something or I had um did something, you know, like watched something or did something move. I mean, it could be the most microscopic thing. She'll automatically come home and be like, "Oh, uh, you moved this or that was moved or you were here earlier or something, huh?" And I was like, "Yeah, why?" She was like, "I I know my house, you know, I know everything that's moved because she used to be in the army." So she's very observant, plus, you know, having that Scorpio energy, she, nothing gets past her, so very psychic, very intuitive. Okay, so stubborn. Scorpio is bound to go wrong when she gets too stubborn. Hers, after all, is a fixed sign, and so she is capable of getting stuck in both psychic or material. Especially in early adulthood, she feels insecure enough that she tends to stick to arguments beyond the point of no return. She often digs in her heels to prove she is right, though deep down she may know she is wrong. Sometimes she fights just to vent aggression, and the more wrong she is, the more she may battle to win. Yeah, you guys are some stubborn little things. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, like, fixed sign. That's just part of the fixed energy right there. Okay. <clears throat> so loyal. The Scorpio woman is loyal and chooses her commitments carefully. Normally, she selects a small circle of friends who once hers are hers for life. She is cautious in allocating her affection as she expects others to be. She neither likes nor understands flighty people or quick friendships. When she opens up to someone, she expects to have that person around for life. If something goes wrong, she is bound either to withdraw without explanation or to lash out. Scorpio, I advise you to try to voice your expectations about friendship and loyalty, interpretations or such things very widely. If you count, for example, or having a Gemini type for friend, you may be disappointed. Ooh, that's funny because my husband has a few Gemini, um, friends that he really cares for, but they always kind of, like, they're so fucking flighty, like, they never have his back, really, like, it's terrible, like, um, especially one of them, um, he, you know, it's, it's really sad, because he's like, man, you know, I try to do things, and I don't really care about this guy, but he just seems to just, you know, he, doesn't have that same type of, I guess, friendship ethic as him. And I'm like, you know, that's just part of who he is. Cause it's, I mean, it's true. It's mutable air. You know what I mean? Mutable air is constantly moving. Geminis are, you know, they're just not really known to, they're just flighty. That's all I can say. Uh, Not all, of course, but these are just people who just really kind of are more concerned about themselves in my opinion. And so, um, although they want help and you help them when you need it, they're nowhere to be found. It's like you they get ghost. So, uh, yeah. So it says, set your hopes <clears throat> and needs clearly and early. Listen carefully to the, res- to the response and decide whether you are in the right place to give and get what you want. All right, so curious and adventurous. Um, the Scorpio woman is drawn to adventure, knowledge, and intrigue. She is always interested in tapping new sources, sexual and artistic experiment, experimentation, detective work, metaphysical investigation, healing workshops, competitive financial tangles, and complex mental puzzles attract her. However, her curiosity is never merely bookish. She wants to live her out her adventures and is willing to be a guinea pig. She is very curious, but never yellow. She adores unraveling in- intrigues and snuffing out the skeletons in people's closets. She is a natural detective who believes that things are seldom as they appear, and who is willing to pull time and effort into finding out just what lies beneath, below the surface. She is usually more interested in the heart of the matter than in, it, in its appearances. The submerged part of human life behavior challenges her as benefits a female Sherlock Holmes. She has a knack for asking embarrassing questions. Sometimes one has a feeling that Lady Scorpio has made up her mind way ahead of the questioning and presumes to know all the correct answers herself. Her curiosity and her blunt bullseye interrogations can, can turn to cruelty or arrogance. Um. Okay, insensitive, arrogant. Woo! You guys have a lot of stuff. Feels like it. Okay. Um. It says, a Scorpio woman is fascinating, but not always easy and likable. She can be she can be a bitch who rides roughshod, or a condescending amateur who pretends to know more than specialists. When she is especially determined to probe, or when she is out for revenge, she can be hell on wheels. She does not even remotely resemble the nice, soft female. She neither uses traditional feminine wiles nor is in any way willing to be submissive. She goes straight for the jugular and heaven help those who cross her path at each time. When she wants her way, she is insensitive in that she cannot bring herself to see another's point of view. She is also remarkably able to detach herself from the feelings of those she may have hurt. This detachment makes her different from, from other water types, though oh little types who are far more likely to end up emotionally projecting even their enemies. This is what I said. Scorpios, like I mentioned, you guys have, it literally says this detachment makes her different from all the other water types who are far more likely to end up emotionally projecting even on their enemies. This is so true. Like, you guys have a detachment. That's why, like, if sometimes I feel like you guys need to switch places with Libras, <laughs> just because Libras, we're hella sensitive and people. They don't realize that, but we are. We're really sensitive people. We just don't show it. Um, and I don't know. I just, I just feel like we should be switching places because Scorpios, you, you, they do like notice. They seem so fucking attached. They're always. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. They, they don't know you, and they have no loyalty to you, or they're not committed to you, or they, you know, they get a bad vibe from you. They have this I don't give a fuck attitude. You cannot tell me that it's not true. Um, they're like, I don't care, you know? So unless you can get through their armor and into their heart, you're not going to see their emotions, really. You're really not compared to like a cancer and a Pisces who will emotionally fuck you up when especially if pissed, love, anything. They they show their full on emotions. Like, they'll be like, I can't believe you. You know, like, they go all out compared to a Scorpio that when you piss them off, it's like they're like, oh, shut it down. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, shut it down, detached. And then they're like, I don't give a fuck. Do what the fuck you want. Even though they don't mean that, that's the persona they want to pursue because they don't want people to know that you hurt the fuck out of them. So this does not surprise me at all. And it says the Scorpio woman has no great need for approval, and this frees her to do her own thing, but she must learn to discriminate between pushing straight to her own selfish goals and embarking on a more valid search to accomplish goals important to her group and to humanity. She is best, She is best off using as talents both of the, in, both of her insens- insensitivity and her detachment. Okay, so secretive. What is new, you guys? Seriously, what is new? As a born detective, she seems to feel entitled to a mystery person herself. She is not likely to reveal anything too personal. She would probably enjoy wearing a one-way mirror, allowing her to see others perfectly, but no one to see her. She is naturally secretive. At times, she acts as if she were the keeper of universal secrets. Her divine mission being to keep herself the biggest enigma, an important key to understanding her personality, is to know... That she trusts neither herself nor others. Because she mistrusts, she becomes fanatically self-protective. She's, she is likely to pull a garbo on most of us. If pushed, she has been known to fabricate answers which later turn out outlandishly incorrect. She also plays games to waylay waylay art and detectives however it is a mistake to think she is indifferent deep down her embers never cool. it is much safer to assume she is biding her time until the right moment comes to enter the game and break the dice in her favor all right. Okay. right self-indulgent it says because she is she is so fascinated by life, she experiments beyond traditional limits. Like her sister Pisces, the Scorpio woman is attracted to dangerous forms of self-indulgence. There is always part in her that both fears and court self-destructive. Many a Scorpio woman has a recurrent problems with drug and alcohol addiction. Many wash out too early. Scorpio's overindulgence periodically results in health problems. From time to time, she is apt to suffer from mysterious ailments that come and go without proper medical diagnoses. Gout, rheumatism, and even malaria and typhoid. She is also bound to complain of elusive internal inflammations. Bouts of high fever may also come and go. It is lucky for the Scorpio that she has steely willpower. When she wants to, she can usually kick a habit, any habit, and recoup lost energy. So this is the first time I've ever heard of Scorpio having... Um, drunken issues, like drug addictions, because really, I, I haven't even really heard of cancer really having those issues either. It's, it's more so Pisces because of the whole escapism thing, so that's actually interesting to know, because I really don't know, like, most of my scorpion friends, they're not, they're not really drinkers, but of course they're, you know, Everyone has their own thing they're self indulgent in, but they're they're not like they drink on occasion, but rarely. But compared to my Pisces friends, my Pisces friends, you know, drink and end quote like a fish. They drink all day, every day, day, noon, night, all that shit. So that's interesting. Okay. So, the Scorpio woman uses sex, first of all, to control. Oh, this is torrid or asexual slash uh, possessive. The Scorpio woman uses sex, first of all, to control. She likes to dominate a man and channel her passion for the purpose of possession or exploitation. She may mistake, mistake love for ownership. She has two sexual faces. One is the face of a fantastic, demanding lover. The other is a face of an ascetic, ascetic asexual woman she will adopt both sexual lifestyle more than once in the course of her life in her torrid phase the Scorpio woman has a whore's value a, whore, a whore's vocabulary and the lust of a sex starved mariner Mariner she drives a man wild with desire she is she is a virtue virtue virtu, virtuoso who makes sex worth living for. I don't know, these books get me tongue-tied, so bear with me with (laughs) how I mispronounce words and everything. Sex fuels her in a way nothing else does. Even the inexperienced Scorpio woman intuitively knows the art of lovemaking. The sex experience, even without love, is familiar to her from other lifetimes. She enjoys it even though she may calculate precisely with whom to mate in order to best advance other causes. Love and sex may be separate entities to her. Scorpio woman also goes through periods of complete withdrawal from sexual activity. She may do this out of guilt over her promiscuity. She may channel her energies into mental pursuits alone. She may suddenly find that sex falls far short of her extreme expectations and give give it up in disgust. Sweeping changes are her style. Sexual lust is always part of her makeup, for she is a very physical person, but she also has the capacity to turn it off. There are times when she is enra- engaged in a spiritual quest for the celebration of life through universal love. She may go overboard and forget that universal love may very well include physical passion. The, spiritu- the spiritually aspire, expiring or evolved Scorpio woman, the eagle or phoenix, has more than a bit of a Joan of Arc in her. Sex is not just always, sex is not just the way to land a promotion or the riches Rockefeller. Sex can become, for her, a way to release sacred passions. In later life, her sexual energy may be used to reach the pinnacle of strength, and integration, or to achieve a religious coming together with another human being. Okay. So it says uh, nonconformist, taboo breaker, leader. The Scorpio woman is drawn to three areas that American society will still consider as taboo: power, death, and money. She is a nonconformist by virtue of the fact that she is a woman who enjoys using power in a culture that still resol reserves domain to the male she is an individualist who believes that life beyond death does exist and she is frank a frank debunker of myths concerning money she knows that sex is power and power is money her sexual exploits are all well known but we know a lot less about her involvement with money because money is still a seldom discussed topic um i feel like if you're gonna use a um a mascot from the Zodiac signs of, like, feminism, you know, like, you know, being a powerful woman, independent woman, I feel like this belongs to Scorpio, and, um because it's, like, the sign of power, I, I would also say Capricorn, too, but I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like Scorpio is one, because, like, Scorpio will use sex, and I feel like Capricorn women or Capricorns in general, maybe, I don't know enough of them, but I feel like they don't necessarily use their body um, to get what they want. They use more of their their mind. And I feel like Scorpio uses both. They use mind, body, and, and soul. You know, they're magical creatures. So that's why I feel like, you know, they're like the ones that, you know, kind of like lead and know what they want and get what they want as well. Okay, so, people's resources, taxes, and inheritance belong in Pluto's domain. Therefore, the Scorpio woman has the privilege of experimenting with these using her own special intuition. She does well as an investor for others, as a real estate agent, antique antiques dealer, or a stockbroker, especially when dealing with underground natural resources. As tax expert or as an attorney specializing in deeds, bequests, and inheritance cases, Scorpio can also work especially well within the American death industry. She can be a good funeral parlor, administrator, embalmer, counselor for the grieving, religious leader, or cultist. She can break through traditional notions of death and dying and share her own deep wisdom with others. It is profoundly important for her to examine her own values regarding these areas for only when she is clear about them can she be effective in teaching others. At her best, she can help dismantle harmful notions about sex, about money, sex, power, and death. She can become a great demythologizer. I think that's how I say that. Of harmful old notions and a heartbringer of an expanded and more helpful vision. Lonely. The path of the nonconformist is never easy. Whether or not the Scorpio woman becomes a public leader, she is often lonely and misunderstood. In some ways, she is way ahead of her times. She is usually out of set with her neighbors, family, and friends. Also, she changes so radically in her life that it is hard for others to keep up with her. She is a private person and her own person. In many ways, she feels she does not really need other people. Of course, she is human. But she dwells in the dust, sees into the future, and sometimes lets the present weigh her down. And it may be her pride that keeps her from reaching out to people and asking for sympathy. Or perhaps she feels just plain mean and nasty and prefer keeping her secrets and her devious methodology um, to herself. She has a great need to feel strong and self-sufficient. She often affects a female macho pose and seems to resent anyone worrying about her. Who needs it, she seems to be saying. Despite her appearance of fearless indomitability, she craves acceptance and understanding. Nobody is more loyal friend when she finds that you accept her funny ways and odd streaks. Nobody can be a more faithful ally than she when she believes you have done your best to understand her. That is, I think, one of Scorpio's biggest um, things. You guys fear like you guys don't like to let people get close to you because you are so unique and you, you, you have such a different mindset on things. Like you guys have this very expanded, like kind of futuristic kind of mindset. And because people judge you so hard, that's why you kind of hide, you know, your feelings about things. But once someone understands you, Like, that's really, I feel like the Scorpio thing of all you want in life is you just want to be understood. I mean, that's how I feel. Just like the energy I get from you guys just seems like all you want is just someone to understand you and someone who won't judge you for being you, you know, for, and and won't judge your emotions because your emotions are so dear to you and they're so deep and so intense that you're scared of someone not understanding it and just always like, oh, you're just sensitive. Oh my God, cry baby, or oh my gosh, this and that. And you don't want that. Like that cuts you deep when that happens. So I I, I would love to know if you guys feel like that's true. Like especially Scorpio placements, um, I would love to know if that's what you're, you kind of like seek in life because I'm going to be honest with you, like, because our moon sign also represents what we find, what we need to feel emotionally uh, secure. And I know me as a Pisces moon, I just want someone to, I don't know if I want to say validate, because I, I know my emotions. I know they're deep. I know they're like all over the place, but I just want someone to accept that of me and understand that that's just me. I'm sensitive and I have a lot of emotions and I just want someone to validate my emotions. Kind of like, I need you to understand that this is how I am and not to, you know, not to make fun of me about it. Like, I don't, I don't mind like, you know, people doing some things like, you know, I'm, I'm not that serious, but the worst thing that I hate hearing someone say is when I'm confessing how I feel because something either is bothering me or something is like I didn't like how someone says something and they say, Oh, you're just sensitive. Get you know, like get tough skin. Like I don't I don't like that. Cause it's like, what? You know, or um they're like, Oh, be quiet, you know what I mean? I I don't like that at all because it's like here I am confessing how I feel because I have to confess how I feel, or else I, I'm gonna go nuts. Like I'm gonna explode and then my emotions are gonna be ten times worse. So I need you to understand what I'm trying to tell you and accept that or not accept it, you know, depends on whatever you feel. Like, I just want to hear you say, I understand, or you know what? I'm sorry. If if it's something you did wrong, like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, uh, you know, I, I didn't consider your, your feelings. You know, I, that's all I want to (laughs) hear. Like, no joke. That's all I need. But don't make me feel like I'm a piece of shit or I'm a crybaby because that's like what I would get a lot growing up. Like, And I don't like that because that's what had caused me to shut down my emotions a lot because I was like, you know what, I'm tired of being called a crybaby. I'm tired of, you know, being called sensitive that I would just kind of detach from them. And that was not healthy for me at all, at all. So as scorpions, especially Scorpio moons, because you guys are in fall, so I'm sure it's even tougher for trust or anything else, because your moon, you know, the moon makes the signs way more, like, sensitive, especially if it's already a sensitive, emotional, like, water sign. It, like, enhances that, so, oh, like, poor Scorpios, like, I know, like, I know that's what you want, you just want, you just want to feel understood, and, and that's all you need. You don't need to be coddled or anything, you just want people to, get you on a deep level. I respect that. So I see you. I support you. And if you're like someone who's suffering, you know, and needs someone to talk to, I am always here for you guys. I tell you a million times, please do not hesitate to DM me. Like I know the Instagram is naked. There's like only, I think like two or three posts up there. I know, but it's just like, I'm still there. You know what I mean? I'm still here for you guys. And I would love to support you in any way that I can. Any way that I can. You know, it's so important for you guys to be able to vent, you know, and I don't want you to hold it all in. And, you know, it, this is a judge free zone. I don't want anyone to feel like they're going to be judged because I'm not going to judge you. I just want to help you and I just want to comfort you and be there for you in any way that I possibly can since you know, it's everyone listening around the world, which is fucking amazing. It always makes me want to cry whenever I think about that. But that's just amazing. Like we're all coming from different backgrounds and everything, just learning this stuff together. And, you know, like you guys are just listening to me and I I just love it. And I really love you guys. So please don't, don't hesitate. Um, I'm here for you guys. I seriously am. Okay. Um, where was I at? Um, oh, okay. So uh, um, we're at Guilty. So Guilty, the Scorpio woman does not carry the palms of the world on her shoulders, but she has a strong parentanical streak. This makes her a part-time believer, depending on her mood and the ethic of productivity. In this view, sex is for procreation, and time is never to be wasted in idle pursuits. Since she is an extremist, there are times when she adopts a parentanical belief system and becomes a fanatic about duty as she has as she had been about pleasure. In this phase, she experiences guilt over her sexual passions and activities, and she may swear to forego them. She may become a model suburban wife and mother denying herself sensual avenues of self-expression. If this proves satisfactory, more power to her. But for most, it is only a temporary phase, usually riddled with intense frustrations and longings. I was about to say, yeah, if you cut off of your sexual side, like, as women, like, we're always meant to, like, not, you know, like, oh, my God, don't be, don't be oversexual, you know, don't, don't, you know, do self you know, masturbation and all that stuff, but we have needs too, you know? So it's like, if you try to cut that off and that's part of being, you know, like your femininity, you know, it's, it's almost like you've kind of detached away from your femininity and just completely, you know, just decided to just try to run off of somebody that doesn't have like sexual passionate needs. You still need that especially a Scorpio, you guys are about connecting with people. You deeply want to connect with people. And if you're not doing that, you're kind of, you're kind of going to end up becoming a giant bag of like, you know, like being frustrated, explosive. And I mean, let's be real ladies. And even men, when you're not having sex, or you're not self-pleasing yourself, and you're all built up and like, you cannot tell me you don't get bitchy, <laughs> like, you just can't, like, I'm gonna be honest, I know I do, like, if I'm not, if I'm not doing nothing, you know, I get a little bitchy, because it's like, I, I, I like, you know, I just, sex is important, <laughs> and uh it's just important to get all kind of, like, you know, that connection, that, you know, that orgasm, that just, Feeling all of that stuff and expressing your love to the person, it's just needed. So, yeah, don't do that, ladies. And, you know, just don't. (sighs) Express that sheet. Okay. (laughs) And I'm not saying to be unsafe. Of course, be safe in your sexual pursuits, but that's all I'm saying. Um, self-destruction. Pluto power may be turned to purpose of self-destruction. The most common avenue for Scorpio is to practice lifelong self-denial. In this case, the stopper in the bottle bottle syndrome is doubly strong, and she experiences many bouts of physical illness. Her mental powers are so strong that whatever she thinks can become her reality, she can sell herself on Anything, including everything that is bad for her. She can make herself lead a life that... uh, Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I got a hiccup. (laughs) Okay. um, That may be great for others and hell for herself. Taking drugs and alcohol to excess, pursuing certain goals single-mindedly while denying all other needs, ignoring pleasure in favor of duty, removing sex from its natural place as a great source of communication... And joy, and transforming it into a means of manipulation, all are ultimately self-destructive. The women the Scorpios, the Scorpio woman's sensual nature is so strong that when some of her basic needs are unmet, she literally consumes herself with illness, frustration, and anger. For example, if she wants a promotion, she may ignore her self-affair. Secretly, she knows she is doing something, doing herself harm, and and unless she changes directions this knowledge drives her further into the depths simply my advice is be sure you examine carefully what you are after be sure for what you want is really good for you on all levels because you as a scorpio woman will definitely attain the object of your desires you guys can truly achieve anything you're like the you're like a walking manifesting sack of meat you know like body <laughs> like no joke everything is like magnetized for you you guys have that tunnel vision and that and, and and is able to visualize your desires and seek it out and get it so you know don't allow this to to ruin you because you can truly achieve anything you want um okay says so unusual destiny okay the Scorpio woman makes life bend to her wishes. She has the concentration, personal power, talent, intuition, capacity for judgment and action, and for leading or following that makes that make her a stunning winner or a desperate loser. She is a magician who never chooses a great path. She is either magnificent or she is horrid. Her habits, appearance, and aura bear testimony to an unusual life no matter how routine her experience may seem to be. May seem To an observer, you can be sure her inner life would make Fairyland seem dab by comparison. She is an artist, a white or black witch. She may behave like the last Puritan and live in a bordello. She paints life with the odd stroke and extreme color combinations and hides her secret code under the obvious. She is like a Rembrandt painting that has suffered under the palette of lesser masters only to come into its own at the proper time never underestimate the scorpio woman as she is a wallflower or an impotent career woman now she may be transformed by her next meeting into a riveting clever go-getter on the other hand she may at the she may be at the top of the heat now but land in the obituary columns just a while later oh when you live as close to the edge as scorpio does you constantly run the risk of falling off The challenge of the Scorpio woman is to make the edge bend to her, her needs so that she is able to deliver the good she has promised herself. She is a powerful woman born for her own special purpose, to change certain taboos, to teach people secret knowledge in the realm of sex and death and resources. All right. So that's, you know, we still got more to go. So this is going to be a long extra. I, I feel like that the Scorpio stuff, like, I feel like they go in depth and detail for you guys, because some of these other signs, I felt like didn't really have, uh, have as much in depth of like their personality traits and stuff. Okay, so now we are in the relationship aspect. So Scorpio relationships. Uh, let me make sure I still have, okay, yeah. Okay, Scorpio relationships. In dealing with the Scorpio woman's relationships, we must once again look at the definition of power. (laughs) For if it is power she wants, and until sometime later in life, she may use sex and intimacy to get it. Power means to be able in whatever domain. Ooh, I like that. I never really looked at that. For centuries, women have embraced a kind of psychic, sexual, and economic impotence. Even today, female sexuality is thought to exist only when summoned forth by a princely embrace. While the male sex drive is openly acknowledged and widely condoned, females still lack the power to admit to an abstract, independent independent female sex drive. The concept concept of a sexually independent woman still seems to many people sordid and unimaginable, and I believe that it it is women themselves who withhold the largest chunk of permission which we do. Women as a group have also been unable to bring themselves to play an important role as agents of political or economic change. We have not yet taken equal risks and equal responsibilities in high-level decision-making. Most of us continue to think of ourselves as oppressed by the system and its top dogs men. We would do better to look at our own oppression of ourselves, our own fear of expanding roles and responsibilities. Though most of us have thought of intimacy and relationships as our domain, lately many of us have been unable to safeguard the happiness and stability of our marriages, of our primary relationships. Change, it seems, may have gotten out of our hand, even for us domestic experts. The greatest challenge for the Scorpio woman is to be fair in love. She must find an outlet for her scheming ambitions outside her relationship. She is always tempted... To play top dog at home as if to compensate for the historical imbalance between men and women. she's pur- purposefully goal-oriented and dict- dictatorial. Dictatorial Lady Godiva, Bella Abzug, and Scarlett O'Hara rolled into one not, not equal to fierce passion she uses to guard her seniority and relationships. All's fair in love and war is her motto. In friendship, she feels entitled to a lopsided loyalty. In romance, she wants an exclusive attachment that simultaneously strengthens her libido, her bank account, and her status in in the community, and puts a gleam in her eye and a sway on her hips. In marriage, she wants double of everything. The Scorpio woman is a very ambitious person. She may become an example of the miscarriage of personal power in relationships. I advise her to involve herself in work, competition, or serious study throughout her life. She must find ways to feel meaningful and gain some recognition outside the domestic and intimate spheres. If she does not do this, she is bound to turn into the type of shrew Liz Taylor portrayed in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I've never seen that movie, so I can't really explain about what's going on. It says, How the Scorpio Woman Relates Lovers and Other Intimates Scorpio can get her, look, her hooks into people by her magnetism that certain something she exudes her strength, death, and persistence. People often feel that she can impart secrets worth knowing. Until she rises above her initial tendencies to be possessive, manipulative, and secretive, she may fall into the trap of introducing relationships as if she were trying to win a battle. But even Napoleon met his Waterloo, and the Scorpio woman is no exception. Long-term intimate relationships do not lend themselves to warring strategy. She usually has few friends, and of these, most are bound to be men. She lacks the empathy and easygoing qualities other women seem to want in female friends. What she herself fails to realize is that she could control a lot more territory if she cultivated female friendships. The Scorpio woman is bound to express many intense friendships mostly with men and several stormy romantic breakups. She may also have or narrowly avoid an emotional breakdown. Mountains and valleys are the terrain of her romantic wanderings. She burns a lot of bridges behind her, sometimes needlessly. Ruth was in therapy with me. She repeatedly warned me, really herself, that she expected a blow up between us at any time. She was then in a Scorpio phase, tying up loose and in- loose threads, going through a divorce and recovering from a hysterectomy. Our therapeutic relationship never blew up. What this taught her ex- exper- exper- experientially uh is that she could not only get along with other women, a rare experience for Ruth, but that she also needs She also need not cut herself off from old contacts when entering a new phase. All too often, the Scorpio woman appears haughty, jealous, and demanding, when in fact she is covering up insecurity. She suffers from deep feelings of mistrust and isolation. She may lead on a man by her mysterious calm. She may test him mercilessly with sudden twists and turns of behavior. She almost never discloses her expectations of him, and he may be trapped into failing match them. Into, oh, he may be trapped into failing match them. But if he knows nothing of what she wants, how can he measure up? Exactly. We cannot read minds, Scorpio. We cannot read minds. The Scorpio woman often acts like the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland. She holds back, watches for transgression, transgressions, and without explanation, shouts off with his head. <laughs> no wonder people are bewildered by her. She is constantly testing the limits of the loyalty of friends and lovers. She may also alienate many people. In the process, though deep down she may continue to need their support, I have often wondered if what drives her to test and to cut ties too drastically is her deep fear of losing in relationships. As long as she still considers them a battle of loyalties or of the sexes, she will continue to try to win at any cost. Scorpio, I advise you to take a close look at 1. your expectations of people and 2. what you give in return for what you expect. Also, moderation is a key word. I suggest you track it on your mirror, kitchen, cabinets, or windshield until the meaning penetrates. So, jealousy. Jealousy is a Scorpio woman's Achilles heel. heel. Her very own double standard. She may have sex with more than one partner, but she will not tolerate the situation in reverse. We don't know if jealousy is a learned or inborn behavior, but it seems to me that in Scorpio's case... It may be a double portion of reach of each. Her jealousy is written in large letters in indelible ink that never seems to rub off. Often her jealousy lies dormant until some small thing lights the fuse. An explosion can be ignited by a passing remark from the Scorpio woman's lover about Pamela Lee's chest. If her man watches the waitress across the the restaurant or lingers at the neighbor's Scorpio... The neighbors. Scorpio may include that he is string. Fireworks may be easier to cope with than sulking, but both may incur with uh, regularity. So I always bring this up because it's full of water signs. But I don't think there is a Scorpio sun in Vanderpump Rules. If I am, if if I'm mistaken, please let me know. But if you watch the first, the first season, second. I want to say third, even. Um, Stassi Schroeder is a cancer son with a Scorpio moon. If this woman is like jealous, I don't know what to tell you. She's severely jealous in the first season and is always like watching what her boyfriend's doing. Got mad because a woman helped him. Um, Sheena actually helped him, um, put sun lotion on his back. I mean, she, I mean, she just tripped over everything, which she had the right, cause <laughs> she had that intuition, you know, that when she heard that, you know, her guy was cheating, she she felt it in her soul that it was true and ended up being true. But if you guys ever watch that show, that is a prime example of the scorpion jealousy. Cause like I said, she she's a cancer son, but she's a Scorpio moon. And we all know that we express our moon sign in everyday life, you know, it's just, it's our subconscious, Um, so just, yeah, anyways, it says coping with jealousy, the Scorpio woman can come cope with the green-eyed monster only by detaching herself, To to practice detachment, she must change her thinking, Scorpio, my advice is this, think your mate is almost certainly not doing things to annoy you, he is simply engaging in behavior that is pleasurable or familiar to him, He may not even know how much it bothers you. Communicate and be more tolerant. It is another thing altogether if your lover is playing on your natural jealousy, however. In this case, you might explore with him whether he is feeling angry with you or insecure in the relationship. Using someone's weakness is destructive and has no place in a healthy relationship. Another step in detachment and mental reprogramming is meditation. Meditation will help you overcome the source of of your jealousy, your own ego. What follows is a simplified recipe for self-hypnosis. I recommend a weekend seminar on the subject for further exploration. Remember, too, that any form of meditation is not a cure-all. It may take some time for the effects to show, and it is in no way a substitute for therapy. Self hypnosis is a good start on the road to self healing. To practice self hypnosis, begin by sitting comfortably. If you can, use the lotus position. Program the length of time you wish to spend meditating. Choose a quiet time. Set a timer. The usual um, duration of this exercise is three or five minutes. Through some people, though some people meditate for much longer. Look at three subjects or objects of your choice, then slowly reduce your concentration to one alone. So number one, very slowly letting the words drone, tell yourself you see, hear, and feel three things. A. I see a candle. I see a house. I see a book. B. I hear music, silence, a child. C. I feel cozy, warm, and happy. 2. Repeat, but with only two things. So number three, repeat again, but this time with just one thing. Four, be quiet for a time. Five, focus on your hands and see which one seems lighter. Let the lighter hand come up and touch your face. Six, tell yourself you like yourself and also your lover. Tell yourself this three times, then seven, twice, then eight, just once. Nine, you may repeat this, substituting love for like. Ten, Blank your mind, breathe evenly, remain in the same position as long as you can. You can use this self-hypnosis program to decrease jealousy and fear guilt and slowly substitute positive sensation. The root of good feelings is self-love. Work on that and give it lots of time. And I would definitely say use a rose quartz crystal um, when doing this. This is a really good one. Rose quartz, Um what else? Uh, I would even use uh Morganite uh, when you um, meditate. Um, also, um, if you have a hard time with that, I like to use subliminals. Like it's basically uh, subliminals help with trying to uh, change your, the way your subconscious is like how you're thinking. Cause you know, most of the time, like the, su- the subconscious mind like rules the, um, rules more than the conscious mind. And unless for you to really make true change in your life, you have to rewrite your subconscious. So I usually do that, like when it comes to like, and I do it at night, you can do it in the morning, too. There's uh morning ones, I do it for like, um, health and weight loss. And to uh, to attract money to get away from like, you know what, how society taught us that oh money is bad. And money is this and that when truly money helps you live the life that you desire, and you're able to help people, you know, so, um, and it does, money, now, like, money, a lot of people say money doesn't buy happiness, and really, it it does, (laughs) in in my opinion, like, if you have money, you're gonna be fucking happy, because you can do whatever the fuck you want, you don't have to work as hard, you can do whatever you want in life, um, now, money does not buy love, so I agree with that, um, it it will never buy love because someone can fake love you just to spend up your money and not give a fuck about you and be fucking like Tiffany Green, you know what I mean, next door or you know, like your girl is fucking like I don't know, Brian Alex next door, you know, because she's just really there for your money, but she doesn't love you. She loves your money, but she doesn't love you. So that's how I feel about it. Okay. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump in. It says the Scorpio woman in love. So when she is in love, the Scorpio woman can be a sexy pussycat. She is a giver. She can organize life to suit her man. If he wants his pipe by the easy chair... His slippers by the fire, dinner on time, and sex galore, she'll make sure she he gets it all. Eliminate her jealousy or anger, and the Scorpio woman is miles ahead of the rest of us in her use of willpower. Even with her problems, she is fascinating and effective. Among the roles she may choose to play to please her man. And incidentally, to further her own interests are those of an exquisite hostess, a nurse, a wife, a partner, and a lover." If her husband dislikes making decisions, she will make them. If he dislikes decisive females, she will make decisions indirectly if she wants to. Almost nothing fazes her. I once knew a lady who must have been a Scorpio type, judging from her devotion to making herself her husband's indispensable ally. When he took up a balloon racing, she took up skydiving in the same club. I know a lumberyard uh, alum that is completely owned and managed by Scorpio Sun signs. The wife of the owner helps her husband cope with nervous c- customers, represents the company at marketing meetings, and still goes home to fix dinner and keep house every day. As long as she chooses, she can be, a dip- be as diplomatic as Libra, as patient as Taurus, and as intensely ambitious as Capricorn. But, play, but please be aware that this is a phase. She must want to do it of her own free will, and she must be paid back for it sooner or later. You can never discount the Scorpio woman's hidden motives. She is a savvy in planning the best of any everything, and her ultimate goal is to safeguard her own interests. And, in interest and love, she will make sure to guard her man against her fl- other, flirtatious, other flirtations. She will protect her loved ones from disease, injustice, and convenience. A note to remember, she likes to make others dependent on her. She usually operates out of calculated strategy and retains a deep secret core of separateness. In short, the Scorpio woman has mastered the art of being indispensable. Within reason, this is healthy. She tries to design her present as well as her future for the beliefs that if she does not protect her interests, no one else will, however, the Scorpio woman can easily cross the thin line between self-protection and permanent manipulation of others for her own end. She must be constantly aware of what she is doing and why she must cooperate and cooperate open communication into long-term contacts. Scorpio may reserve the right to please herself above all. Those recently come of age are more able to do this than an earlier generation that was brought up on the lesson and... A lesson that selfishness is all bad. Okay. Um, And then it says patterns in the Scorpio woman's sexual relationship. One, an unusually large number of liaisons from early adolescence on or else a very delayed sexual coming of age. Two, suddenly early infatuation leading to a surprise marriage or else an unusually late marriage. Scorpio marries once and tries to marry for keeps. Though divorce is more prevalent now, she will not give up on troubled marriage or primary relationship until unless she has tried everything to keep it going. 3. Extra sex sooner or later or if not obsession with work, food, and alcohol or sexual fantasies. 4. Crises in her main relationship, she must anticipate this and work with it rather than play ostrich. Crisis in the relationship is a fact of her life. Her ultimate destiny is is to transform and purify her love and her sexual nature. Whether the changes are good or bad is up to her, but changes she will have. 5. Survival of crises and attainment of a higher level of consciousness. If this happens into the context of a relationship, that relationship will totally change it. If it dies, another relationship will come along, often completely different from the last. Six continuation of cycle, she may go back to step three and start all over, or swear off sex for a while. Seven attainment of a new stage of holistic living. Here she can harmonize power, urges, and personal fulfillment. See chapter thirteen, the cosmic woman. Oh, okay, uh, that'll that'll have to come later or something. I don't know what that's about um, yet. So lovers and husbands. Let's see, it says, the Scorpio woman, above all, needs a strong, intuitive, and tolerant male. He must be physically strong to keep up with her libido, emotionally healthy and intuitive so as to facilitate her own liberation. She needs a man who does not have overly rigid expectations of her and does not attempt to judge her by his expectations. She is intuitive enough to be made uncomfortable by a man who is heavily judgmental. She is also apt to change radically to often stay with a man who will not change along with her. Um, She is too ambitious to stay with a prissy and secure male who needs a mother figure. She likes to be needed, but she also has highly sexual needs that would not be satisfied by this type of man. She needs a man who will help her balance her unbalanced nature, who is neither a psychic sadist nor vampire nor an emotional masochist. Give and take, strength, and tolerance are keys to successful connection with her. She needs a man who is powerful in his own right. He need not be on a crusade to change the world, though she may be. He should be like Harrison Ford, possessing a quietly masculine sense of self that neither threatens nor gives an inch. The Scorpio woman needs a man who will stand up to her, but will also cater to her femininity. If they go out to dinner, for example, she wants... She wants him to have a a game plan. If he did not phone ahead for reservations, he should at least insist on the restaurant and the time and advise her about the menu. Or if there is a question of move, she expects him to put himself ahead of her. To her, a proof of masculine strength, but she will bitterly contest his doing so. They may fight the issue past the breaking point, but if he tells her he will forgo a promotion... Because of her, she will think him stupid for passing up a good chance. After all, she, she herself would not have um, she needs a man who can stay one step ahead of her nimble games but never rub it and never rub it in. She expects to win the game she plays, but heaven help the man who loses too often. She needs a man who understands, understands how to be and feel positive. The man who is good for her will use techniques like meditation and will constantly help her to focus her psychic powers on constructive things. She needs a man who is highly sexual and those repertoire stamina and interest in sex match hers. If she is sexually repressed, see Scorpio, Scorpio sexuality, which is next. She needs a man who will bring out her latent animal passions and help her to time release deeply buried hostilities. She needs a man who is more, more trusting than she, who will cut through her defensive armor, who will never hide in a corner when company comes or sink into resentful silence when he is upset. She needs an articulate extrovert with a sunny nature. She needs a man with a child sense of humor. My advice to her men as follows. One, beware of making her your enemy. Should you break off stormily, go back and patch up the friendship later. Two, be aware that most of her relationships before age 35 are based on some kind of a battle plan for, for control or power, even if, she doesn't, even, even if she herself doesn't know it. Three, if you are her friend or mate, I suggest you take a good course in self-assertiveness and couple communication. It is likely that you'll have to lead her to in, engage in fair discussion, self-revelation, self and action listening. The Scorpio woman must make a special effort to carry out the continuing acts of self-revelation, that or the backbone of a good relationship, and she must learn to opt for love instead of ownership. So just from what it was reading, uh, to me, these seem like the this seems like the signs that that she would need. To me, a lot of that said Capricorn, because it's about a man that's being in power, that's ambitious, that no that's kind of one step ahead of her, you know, it kind of takes control and that's that just screams Capricorn to me. They're like their daddy, they're their boss, they're the boss man, you know, they are very um ambitious and everything else, but they also they kind of have like that um what is it? That old fashioned way of taking care of a woman to me, like I feel like with the Capricorn, they acknowledge your femininity because they like that. They like being the one to take care of their woman. Same with another one is Virgo. I can see a Virgo man is also another one that's ambitious and very organized. And uh, they love to have a, you know, like a feminine woman as well, because they like to do anything that can help like either fix her or, you know, like, they, I think they would have a ball with that because, like, they're into, like, fixing things all the time. And seems like Scorpio is, like, someone who kind of wants, you know, it's like, I feel like they both would just understand each other, in my opinion. You know, Scorpio being, like, you know, a sign of power, focused and everything. But also you have the Virgo who's like that as well. But, you know, when it comes to her jealousy, I feel like they could heal that. Because they're all about fixing that kind of, you know, like being the fixer-upper, as I mentioned. Other signs, um, I I would say um, cancer would be another good one to me because cancer is a carnal sign and they're quite ambitious and um, they would understand Scorpio's, definitely her, her emotions and everything. Pisces too, but I feel like when it said that she doesn't want a man, you know, the person to be prissy and sink back when she's aggressive. I do feel like Pisces is kind of like that. Like, yeah, they have their little, like, they can be crazy, but they do, they, they sink back if they're criticized or, you know, and Scorpio is very, um, in your face kind of when it comes to that, they, they'll they tap dance all over you, like they said. And I feel like Pisces is great for the emotional support aspect, but as far as like, I don't know. I don't really see many ambitious and take the lead Pisces in my opinion. So that's the only reason why I say that unless their chart is mixed with it. It's like a fucking, like, let's say a Capricorn sun with a Pisces moon. That would be freaking amazing for them. You know, like that way it's like they're ambitious, but they also have like that emotional, you know, or the opposite way, like a a Pisces sun with a Capricorn moon or rising, you know, something like that. Um, another, another sign, I think what that would be good. Um, if if, if it's a fire sign, I would say, um, I would say Aries just because of the whole sexual part. Aries are very sexual creatures. They're ruled by Mars, just like their, their friend Scorpio. And so I feel like they would do great with that. They're also ambitious. They're, you know, they're go-getters, they're leaders, the only thing that would be hard, though, is the whole um, not being able to really relate with her emotions and everything and kind of being, like, a little selfish. Sometimes even, um, what do you call it, um, in competition with Scorpio even, you know. And for Air, I would say... Um, uh. I mean, I guess Libra would be good. A uh, Libra man because a Libra man would also um recognize her being feminine and cuz you know like they like that kind of stuff. So, or even I don't know about Aquarius cuz Aquarius is too um detached emotionally. Like they don't like anything that involves any kind of intense type of emotions and Gemini, they they don't really care for that either. And they're too fickle um for Scorpio. So I guess, yeah, I, that's what I feel like I, I saw. But definitely I feel like Capricorn, Virgo, um I would say Taurus. But I feel like Taurus is too in their comfort zone. So that would be almost like a, like you're going to have two stubborn people pushing each other. Because, you know, like if the Scorpio is like she's like, let's go. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then we need to do this. You know how Taurans are. If you push them and you tell them when they need to move, then they kind of like, Fight back. They're they're not gonna move because you're telling them to. They're stubborn. So I feel like that's why I didn't mention them. So I feel like that's kind of like a eesh. Like it can work somewhat, but it it's gonna be like it's gonna be like pulling like kind of pulling teeth a little bit like button heads and yeesh. Okay, anyways. Scorpio sexuality. Uh Scorpio is synonom- synonymous, synonymous with sex in people's minds, and for good reason. The Sirens and The Odyssey, which is an amazing movie, you guys need to watch that. The Queen of the Night and Mozart's Magic Flute, Marguerite and Ghost Faust, Joan Crawford, Ava Gardner, Indira Gandhi, all have the Scorpio woman's smoldering sex appeal, earthy shrew- shrewness, unusual looks, and hypnotic tones. The Scorpio woman is an enchantress with a hot body and a cool mind. Her magic telegraphs a promise of instant, permanent arousal and deep, far reaching sex. She may not be a traditional beauty, but the potent vibrations she radiates add up to drama, stature, and mystery. Scorpio sexuality has reached the proportions of myth. Mention that you are a Scorpio woman to people at a party and see them react. They may draw back, giggle, wink at you, or start an inquisition. Tell your son's teacher that you're a Scorpio and, you'll, and she'll shoot you a look of reappraisal. For to be a Scorpio woman instantly transforms you from Chuck's mother into a woman with the sex drive of a truck driver and the versatility of a geisha. Uh, the woman, the Scorpio woman, has a quite quite a sexual legend to live up to. It is also one that she expertly continues creating, depending on how comfortable she is with her own sexuality. The Scorpio sexual myth can be a lifelong burden or a boon to her to her social life. Sex is still the most potent attention getter in our country. Money ranks a close second. Death is a distant third. The Scorpio woman is an is as much a home in the land of amours. As with the affairs of the dead, no one could ask for a more multi-dimensional woman. She is intense and polarized about everything in her life, including sex. Her sexual potency can be compressed, her her repressed under certain circumstances, or released in the explosive lush sensuality. We hear much more of the insatiability than of her sexual problems. Yet the fact is that you can carry her sexual and in- inhibitions to an extreme she suffers from a hidden deep-seated insecurity a periodic need to escape into sexual abstination and an underlying obsession with purification which can lead her to asexuality no sex or masturbation her opposite sign is taurus and her subconscious nature reflects that still deep well of self-doubt associated with this sign after many years of observation and astrological work i suspect that some of the Scorpio woman's frantic sexual activity is a cover-up for her streak of Torian insecurity. There are two key words to help one understand her sexuality. Variation is one. She needs variation in her sex life. She is as in, as dependent on it as a jet as is on a clear runway. Landing and taking off bumpy and smoothly rides, the Scorpio woman desires various sexual experience. Power is the other keyword. Her biggest sex secret is this is that sex is almost never her real goal. It's power she's after. The Scorpio woman often uses sex as a means to an end. However, much she enjoys sex, she rarely forgets that it is the most potent weapon in her arsenal of tools for domination and survival. She wields sex to score points, vanquish and gain gain entry or increase her influence. She uses sex to hook her mate into exclusive independence or just as often to boost herself higher on the ladder of success. So I, you know, I know Scorpios are known as a sign of like being the most sexual and all this stuff, but I kind of, when it comes to stuff like this, I kind of like, it's nice to know, but I kind of take it with a grain of salt because nothing's worse than having a high expectation. And that's kind of that, to me, that kind of sucks for Scorpios, in my opinion, because you're, you know, you're hearing this. So people are going to have a very high expectation of how you perform in bed. And if it's nothing like they had read slash heard, that is not good. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to go somewhere with someone like, oh, like, oh, he, she is a Scorpio. I know they're going to be like, they're going to be fucking me so good and stuff. Like, good luck because one of the things that are most annoying to me is when someone hypes you up about oh I'm gonna be doing this to you that to you this and this and you're all fucking horny and dripping and I mean I don't I don't think men drip but you get the point like and I'm sure ladies you can and even men we all can relate like You've had this person who's just like, oh, I'm going to do this and this and this to you. And you're like, you know, like sexting and shit. And then it's just like, you're like, oh my God, like you're so horny. You're so bothering. You're so excited to get off work slash whatever you're doing, school, whatever, to go have sex with this person. And then when you get there, it's nothing like they said when they were sexting. It's like, what happened? What happened? You know what I mean? Like, what happened to all this you were going to do to me and all this stuff? And then. You know, it just it, it, it's it's a it's kind of a letdown. It kind of really sucks because it's like, damn, you know, like I was all hot and bothered, and it's like that's what I was given. You know, like that's like you're done already. Slash, you're not doing like these moves that you said you were. You know, it's just it's it's just it's just not good to me. It's it's putting too much high expectation on these signs, so. And it, you know, like, according to you know, Aries is supposed to be an amazing sign in bed, and, and enough said. Put it like that. Anyways, early sex experiences. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, love and sex. Um, she was born for sex and power. Love does not necessarily enter her into calculations. She may truly love her primary partner, but she will always keep the open door for times when she may desire variety or a more long winded performance. She tends to outdo her lovers in stamina and stamina sh- and the need for variation. Orthodox faithfulness is not her bag. Mostly it is she who is in charge of the sexual relationship. She casts the roles Choreographs the movements, chooses the decor and the timing. She is a set star, and though her body may turn, run to fat later, she will keep it under enough to intimate the positions taught in the in the Kama Sutra. She is a demanding, lusty lover, and let's face it, hard to satisfy. The faint. Hearted need not apply, but most people would do would also agree that she deserves a round of applause for her failing attention to sex and generally honest expression of her passions. The most positive aspect of her sexuality, however, she employs it, is that she herself truly prizes it. She seldom has to be persuaded to have sex despite herself. She rarely gets headaches if she gets grumpy about menstrual cramps. She will try to follow expert advice. And relieve them by climaxing. And in respect to sexual desire, she is a liberated woman. And I want to say they are not lying when they say that. If you have a fucking headache and, you know, if you have sex and you have that orgasm, that headache will be gone because your body is throwing out all those oxytoxins, uh, you know, <laughs> which is like the feel-good thing, you know, transmitters or whatever. So... I kid you not, I have done this, and it works, Um, so if you don't like taking pills and you're more of a naturalistic person, there you go, okay, so the Scorpio woman is inquisitive and experimental, she is nearly compulsive about having to try things, standard props in in her head or in her bed include s and equipment, dresses, panties, and bras that tillate leather outfits, bondage, accessories, drugs, candles, everything that saturates the environment with eroticism. She may be a groupie who adores the feel of the satin sheets, the smell of marijuana, the beat of music, and a different sex partner every day. She is wired, emotional, selfish, but fiercely loyal and more sensitive than we might suspect. She would probably be the first to nod approvingly at the notion of female superiority. In the area of sex, she thinks she is probably light years ahead of her sisters. I won't dispute her. Once the Scorpio woman turns on, she hardly ever wants to stop. It's as if she harbors an eternal flame that keeps her light lit and ready, and the more sexuality aroused she is, the more uninhibited and dominant she becomes. Her sexual response during intercourse seems to take the following pattern. One, initial reluctance before getting aroused. Two, sudden arousal she may then flip her man over and make love to him, though moments before she appeared cool and remote. Three, total involvement, uninhibited building to orgasm. And four, intense orgasm. Some have a pattern of sexual peaks and valleys and report that later orgasms are the most satisfying. Which I agree. Um, says what kind of lover she needs. Okay, it says, a man who, hold on, let me make sure, I don't want that, okay. Okay, what kind of lover she needs, a man who is besides himself with passion, whispers obscene words in her ears, lets go with grunts and heavy breathing and provides lots of stimulation in the pelvic region, is the Scorpio woman's idea of sexual heaven. Note to men, women love hearing when men grunt you know what I mean like it's just it's just like it's so sexy it is so sexy because you know that they're like enjoying it compared to like if they're just completely silent it's just like kind of weird to me because it's just like you know when you're doing something you 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 don't you know like you don't want to be like it kind of makes you think like are they not like being pleasured or something or what because it's like if you're not saying that, and it's almost like if a woman went into bed and they didn't moan, you know, damn well men be like, okay, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> like, you're gonna feel awkward. Because you're gonna be like, oh, is she enjoying it? And then your mind gets taken out of like the actual act, and then you're in your head like, oh no, I wonder if they enjoying it and stuff like that. So know that if you grunt and you're breathing hard a little bit, that's very hot. At least it is to me. So every woman is different. Who knows? Anyways, um, okay, it says, it helps if he was vast res- reservoirs of physical strength. You usually like oral sex and have a few, and a few to- have told me of having orgasms while performing fellatio. Others have said that words alone can be so arousing as to put them on the verge of orgasm. The, wo- the sorbio woman usually likes hard thrust and cervical stimulation by the penis. She may become an aficionado of anal sex. She wants a man who has a high sex drive and has learned learned total control of his own responses. A multi-orgasmic male is a sure winner. Her fantasy male is a combination of James Bond, Clint Eastwood, and Brad Pitt. A bit of uh, sadism, a lot of visual appeal, hair, and macho. A dash of sensitivity and a total sexual expertise will surely capture her. She dislikes a man who is reluctant in oral sex and uneasy about her ambitious sex strategy. If he is physically impotent, she may be patient with him because she wants to give herself total pleasure with, via him. If he is psychologically impotent, she will drop him. <laughs> She seldom tolerates a weakling, a man who crumbles under pressure. The Scorpio woman enjoys sex in exotic places, at least in her fantasies. The back of her, the back of a hearse, the seat on a night flight to Instable, the toilet of a 747, a public beach with a convenient place sand dune, a phone booth, all are great locations for her sexual fantasies. She may well turn these fantasies into reality. This is actually kind of scary because I almost relate too much to this, and I'm wondering is it because I have an eighth house, I don't know, placement? Who knows? Anyways, (laughs) who knows? She She likes strongly scented lubricants, kiki sex aids, home porno films, Pleasuring condoms, she often gets turned on by hardcore sex, uh, catalogs, erotic um, sculptures, sexy records. I suspect that a Scorpio is responsible for that ingenious invention, the flexible shower hose with power nozzle. How else could a woman masturbate to her heart's content in the bathtub? The Scorpio woman is interested in exploring sexual taboos. Her body image is usually fair to good unless she is in one of her slumps. In this phase, nothing can convince her she is attractive, but just as surely she'll make it a comeback if she is pre- pre-orgasmic. The earth will truly move and comments across the sky when she releases her blocks and finally explodes with orgasm. There are now groups around for country the country to help pre-orgasmic women. There is also an excellent manual called For Yourself by Lonnie Barbach. Scorpio's intersexual conflicts center around her emotional sadomasochism. The Scorpio woman is naturally a slave driver. She compels men to serve her. She uses everything from her hypnotic eyes to her beckoning thighs to make a man submit. She Satisfies more of his desire than he ever n- knew he had, although she may also drive him crazy with her demands, jealousy, and crisis. She wants to find a man who is her equal in all domains and she tests him endlessly. The testing is done mostly through attempts to dominate him sexually. She will try to break her partner in, and in some cases, to break him down. She goes for broke. The scorpion woman ha- has an inborn dominatrix side. She is interested in some of the basic and S&M practices, <clears throat> either in fantasy or in reality, often taking the role of the mistress, some basic S&M fetishes and fantasies concern leg, legs, feet, nylons, and clothing made of fur, leather, and rubber. Some of the men she fantasizes about are Actually, Dominants may wear lipstick, long fingernails, and long hair. Others want to be walked on with spike heel shoes or boots, but bondage is most common. Her bondage scenes are fantas- or fantasies range from tying a man to a bedpost with nylons while she takes over and runs the scene, trying- tying and stretching him on a medieval ex contraption to simply spanking. In reality, the limits would be set by the man for each scene are controlled by the Massachusetts. The Scorpio woman, even if she is an inexperienced housewife, is capable of dreaming up elaborate sexual scenarios in which she has the stars control. She is also likely to fantasize about the feel of rubber or leather on her as she controls a man who is acting out her fantasy. She is nothing if not a totally sexual creature with the balls to carry out anything any man dares her to do, if of course it also pleases her. But in spite of her brash roughness, she has her masochistic side too. She is so stranger to unfulfilled longing and pain, and this affects um, this affects her life, her sex life. Typically, her earlier suffering has programmed her to incorporate the subconscious expectation to suffer. She may act this out by letting herself be spanked, tied, or forced to submit to her ma- her mate's wishes, or she may desire to have sex that leaves her bruised and limp with exhaustion. Oh. Wow. Masochist fantasies or acts may also have their root in guilt. No Western woman as dominating as she is is escapes the guilt that arises from her own power. So what she needs to learn, the Scorpio woman must be aware of all her sides and not expect a perfect match. Until she understands herself, she will be victimized by her own desires. She may deny her masochism and compensate by being female macho, or she may deny her strength by going with her need to submit to domination. The Scorpio woman needs to learn to remove the bad. Labeling this culture has taught her to attach to some of the most basic drives. For example, she is highly sex, but not a whore. She is competitive, but not a frigid career woman. She wants to win, and she needs to accept this. She likes prim- uh, primeval sex play, and she must realize that deep down, just about everyone likes to likes to let go and be pleasured. Okay. All right. So, says uh, Scorpio lifestyle. The Scorpio woman is not ideal marriage material for orthodox faith- faithfulness. Usually eludes her, but if someone wants an earnest, loyal, intensely involved mate with fascinating surprise in store, she is all that and more. She may marry too early or too late to fit the norm. That is, she may jump into a hasty marriage before 20 or wait until midlife. If her husband is better general than she is, her marriage will probably last, though it will sustain many crises. She may drive her husband crazy because she is a sex stuck and she can't get enough, or she may drive him wild because she suddenly enters a draw and no amount of water can revitalize her sexual thirst. All or nothing remains her motto. The Scorpio woman is often a model wife at the start of her marriage. She caters to her man, is faithful, involved, and always on his side. He may think he has picked the most remarkable woman on earth. Scorpio often seeks sex outside her love nest. Once the initial glow wears off, she wants deep, endless passion in her man. If her husband falls short of her wishes, only guilt or illness will hold her back. But like a phoenix, she may rise above those two. If she picks a sex partner outside of marriage, she wants less thrill, abandon, um, endurance, and a teasing possessiveness. She would like to pretend uh, she is her own new man's one and only. Even if he is a number five on her list, Lady Scorpio can routinely split love from sex. She can keep her love, economic status, and security needs safely bound to her home life. While she unleashes her sexual passion on other grounds, Lady Chatterley is not far away. Okay, monogamy and non-monogamy. So monogamy is defined as a lifestyle of exclusive, exclusivity with one's mate. We now use the word to denote sexual exclus, exclusivity, though the dictionary includes emotional exclusivity as well. Monogamy means that extramartial intercourse is out, although friendship between the sexes is permissible. On this definition, anything short of intercourse still keeps one monogamous. I've always wondered what to do with our sexual fantasies. If a woman makes love with her husband and only fantasizes about her neighbor, is she still faithful? The Scorpio woman usually remains monogamous when she is in the honeymoon phase of her marriage, when she is transiting. Transisi- tran- trans a masochistic or asexual phase, or when she is suffering from guilt and tries to make up for it by suppressing her libido. The honeymoon, fo- the honeymoon phase can return several times during the course of her marriage, and it usually follows a major turning point. Few men can keep up with her emotional and physical demands or with the roller coaster life she leads. Therefore, a few Scorpio women stay sexually faithful to their husbands all their lives. Somewhere in the depths of her being the Scorpio woman harbors a vision of an ideal sexual experience. Torrid, spiritual, and so unifying that it defies verbal description. Someplace inside her, she is constantly on the alert for her soulmate, possibly from another lifestyle. If she falls in love with a man who is not her husband, she is bound to be tortured by guilt. For she is usually a devoted mate, but though she knows she runs the risk, she usually ignores it if a very desirable man knocks on her door, approaches her at a party, gives her a promotion, or dreams up in an, an appealing fantasy to capture her. She can rarely insist, verifying whether far out techniques and seduction equal prowess in bed. The following represent special situations oh typical situations which could influence the Scorpio woman to become non-monogamous. One, search for new sexual experiences for variation for better lovers. Two, sexual or emotional starvation. Three, use of sex as a power ploy. Four, need for reassurance about her own powers. Five, misplaced anger at her mate or free-floating anger. Six, fear of death. She is highly psychic and is drawn to death and destruction fantasy. She believes in goblins, gremlins, ghosts, and the bad witch. In the course of her life, she may turn to prayer, psychic senses or healing or new sex partners to exercise her dark thoughts. Seven, drug addiction and possible use of sex to acquire drugs. Eight, submission to a powerful fantasy man, someone who can dominate for her for the time. Um, alternative lifestyles, single woman intimate networks. For a time, this option is good for her, especially if she is very involved professionally or is nursing her wounds after a love affair. For the long time, the single Scorpio woman must overcome her tendency to view any male friend and a potential bed partner and loyal sex subject as well as her mistrust of any woman whom she perceives as treading treading on her turf. She could not stay alone for long if she is depressed. Scorpio women are periodically suicidal and need others to brighten their lives open marriage scorpio is not a sharer and though she may want the adventure of an open marriage she the experiment won't last ménage à trois it's fine for scorpio if the third person is a man or female who's into submission In all a possible temporary adventure communal living scorpio is normally too ego-bound and possessive to enter a commune a gay bisexual lifestyle the scorpio woman's intense sexuality may find expression in a deep but often explo- explosive bond with another woman She links sex with power, and in this case, it is often her own power she seeks to extend through melding with another woman's energy. Jealous, demanding, and deeply psychic, the Scorpio-lesbian's relationships are as all or nothing as her heterosexual sisters. Um, Summing up Scorpio. So, integrative power, uh, or the power of cooperation and love, is probably the most universal goal of people who have lived, survived crises, and developed some... Awareness of self and the meaning of life. Achieving integrative power is the particular challenge of the Scorpio woman. She has the power of both healing and destruction, and both to an extreme. She is at once an impotent, Cassandra-enraging, Clytemnestra integrative power does not arise from trying to fit someone else's model. Integrative powers is found only in a deep awareness of one's being and potential, only in a profound respect for earth on which we live and depend. We are each on earth for a purpose. Each of us have, has the potential to live a life of significance and meaning. Our purpose will be realized neither in the abdication, abdication of power, Cassandra, nor the brutal seizure of the wrong kind of power, Clytemnestra. The special task of the Scorpio woman is to overcome the misuse of power and arrive at the point where she uses power in the service of love, the truly integrative force. Okay, that's it for that, you guys. And I just want you guys, you know, especially the Scorpio woman, don't feel like, it almost makes it look like you guys are just sex hungry and cannot be loyal to, you know, like, you can't commit long. Um, so you know, you, everyone is different. And again, that's why you have to consult your whole entire chart, know where your houses are, how they're aspected and all that. Um, because, um, I know of some very loyal, um, uh, Scorpio women to their men, even when shit's going wrong, they don't cheat. They just work it out. You know, they transform the relationship for the better. And if they feel like they can't do it, then they move on. And that's how it should be. I don't think anyone should stay with someone that you feel like you have to cheat on all the time. That's just not good, and it just ruins it ruins everyone's lives. To be honest, because you're not just hurting yourself, you're you know you could be hurting uh, you know the people who get close to you, especially if you've been in there for a long time. Okay, so that's it for that book, and now we jump into the erotic astrology, the sex secrets of your horoscope revealed. So this can pertain to man, woman, whatever, you know, okay, so, combinations of the, of the sun and Scorpio, oh, I'm, did I read too early, it didn't give me the, I thought there was usually a little bit of, of, um, what should we call it, so let's see, I don't want to skimp you guys, Oh, yeah, I was, in, I was in the wrong area. Okay. Wrong area. Okay. That was in the Mars part. Okay. So, the sun and Scorpio, of course. Represented by the scorpion, an animal that hides in dark places and inflicts a painful sting on its enemies when threatened. The eighth house is the most feared, misunderstood, and aligned in, in the zodiacal family. More concerned with feelings and appearances, Scorpio responds to the world through emotion based on the control and understanding of human feelings and the role they play in life. As a member of this mis- mysterious en- enigmatic sign, your immeasurable curiosity prompts you or to probe, poke, and prod the depths of experience to discover what lies beneath the surface. You have a way of penetrating others, other people's sights in order to ferret out the hidden agendas. While keeping your plans on to yourself, the scorpion lives in a black and white world of fixed ideas and opinions. On the surface, you come off as easygoing, congenial, and gregarious, but underneath, you're stubborn and impervious to change, not of your own making. Inherently secretive, you have your own way of doing things, and even those close to you may have difficulty understanding your true motivation. Your perplexing ways make you hard to live with, but you're fiercely loyal to those you love. When you make a commitment, you stick to it and don't run out on your pals at the first sign of trouble. Your, your capacity for stringent self-control makes you the perfect person to call on in a crisis, smart, competent, persistent, and determined. You accomplish everything you set to your mind. So this is one of the things I feel like all water signs do, and it's like annoying. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. But whenever there's conflict and people call you out on if you did something wrong, you guys just leave. You just walk out and I'm not going to deal with this. I'm leaving. And it's like, what? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to do something like if you if you fucked up? How are you going to walk out on someone who is basically kind of calling you out on your bullshit? and kind of, kind of, and like, kind of expecting, like, you know, an apology, or for you to be like, you know what, I did fuck up, my bad, or, you know, whatever, like, something like that, instead, you go like, I'm, I'm leaving, or you just walk out, you don't say nothing, and it's just like, what, like, how, how are you gonna do that, so don't do that, please, don't, it's just like, it, it leaves the wound open, and then you guys come back the next day, like, you didn't do shit, like, like, it's just all going to be fixed. And it's like, that just makes people pissed off even more so. But, anyways, I don't want to go off on a tangent. It says, in bed, the quintessential Scorpio struggle is that of attaining mastery over desire. Despite the signs standing as the epitome of smoldering sexuality, the typical Scorpion is capable of sub- sublimating strong physical and emotional desires when it suits. More than the members of any other sign, Scorpios understand the power wielded by sexual overindulgence. However, you also understand the power of celibacy and at times may alternate, alternate between periods of intense sexual activity and total absentee. Hmm. In, in the bedroom, no one is as passionate as Scorpio and its members have well-deserved reputations as enthu, enthusiastic, prodigious lovers. Your attitude towards sex and love is likely to be all or nothing. You need to feel that you are the one in charge of your own destiny. This can be problematic because you have a tendency to become consumed by your feelings and desires. You're not above using sex as a means of manipulating and and controlling your partner. If you believe that you're losing control over your lo- of your love life, when you're in love with someone, your passionate intensity takes your partner's breath away. Yes, so true. Despite your possessiveness, you're sympathetic, understanding, intuitive, and capable of deep love and long-lasting devotion. As a Scorpio, you transform those around you, but for the most part, the person in love with you must be prepared to accept you as you are because he or she will not be able to change you. Very true. Turn-ons and turn-offs. The red-hot sex drive and physical prowess of Scorpios is legendary. You possess a lusty libido and thoroughly enjoy giving and receiving sensual pleasure. Any lover stepping into your lair had better be well-prepared because keeping up with you between the sheets is an absolute mess. You require a lot of drama and emotional excitement in your love life. An intimate relationship that is too peaceful bores you. The Scorpion's fascination with sex inspires numerous exotic fantasies of sultry seduction. Action out these sexy scenarios with your bedmate is a guaranteed turn-on. Since Scorpio's fantasies are often darkly erotic, a bit of mystery or a hint of danger whets your appetite and gets your motor humming. Something of an extremist, but nature, you tend to equate lovemaking with power and control. With your lover in the role of obliging love, slave, and revel in the aesthetic gratification of all your secret wishes and desires. And if your partner just happens to bring along sex toys and gadgets, so much the better. Scorpio responds to an uninhibited bed partner who entices with provocative verbal suggestions and teasing sexual games. Your sensuous nature makes any kind of massage an erotic experience for you. It can serve as a rousing foreplay for steamy lovemaking, taking you to the very edge of intense sexual pleasure. However, a loving aromatic massage may also... Uh, kindle your physical desire so strongly that you feel as though you can't delay sexual gratification a moment longer. Since Scorpio is the most sexually charged of all zodiac signs, you neither you neither regions are extremely sensitive. Any stimulation down below gets you incredibly aroused. Consequently, many a Scorpio bedroom massage has to be abandoned halfway through. Okay, so here's the sexual synergy. So this is going through Scorpio with all 12 of the zodiac signs. Um, So it says Scorpio with Aries. Um, Sexually, you're well matched because each of you is imaginative, passionate, ardent, and energetic. Since neither is bound by convention, you're adventurous and willing to experiment sexually. Even so, Scorpio's possessiveness and jealousy can drive the happy-go-lucky independent ram up the (laughs) wall. Yeah, Aries will thrill off that because they love like because they love feeling like that desire and shit like that. And, you know, like feeling that someone's like really into them. They really love that. So they would get off on that. Scorpio, uh, Scorpio with Taurus. When the jealous scorpion and the possessive bull come together, the union can turn into an ongoing battle. Despite the strong physical attraction, you can only achieve harmony through the exercise of tolerance and patience on both sides. If you overcome your differences, you may forge a strong bond, uh, forge a, str- a bond strong enough to last a lifetime. Uh, Scorpio with Gemini. A difficult combination. Scorpio is intense and emotional. Gemini is cool and easygoing. Scorpio has a jealousy nature and Gemini can be quite fickle. If the scorpion holds the reins too tightly, the twins might bolt. Still, the twins may find the scorpion's sexual aura compelling. Gemini enjoys differences. Scorpio does not. Scorpio with Cancer, the attraction between these two water signs is typically strong and immediate because you two connect on so many levels, the chances of a long-lasting relationship are excellent. Still, there are some possible pitfalls along your roads to happiness. Each of you is jealous with a tendency to see rivals even when none exist. Scorpio with Leo: the the immediate and intense sexual attraction between these two signs um, uh, between these two, often gives rise to an all-or-nothing relationship. Sunny Leo is outgoing and open, whereas the Scorpio is complex and secretive. To Leo, Scorpio seems devious and manipulative, while Scorpio is likely to resent the lion's attempts to dominate the union. Scorpio with Virgo. Scorpio's possessiveness scares Virgo, but it also gives the virgin a strong sense of being loved and protected. Virgo's Uh, propensity for handing out unsolicited advice does not sit well with Scorpio. And if these two are to get along, Virgo must realize that the Scorpion won't put up with the nagging or criticism. Scorpio with Libra. In this union, Scorpio leads the way in most things and gentle Libra appears to follow. However, Librans usually find a way of getting others, even intractable Scorpions, to do their bidding. Cardinal air and fixed water have little in common. Yet, if this relationship can get past the initial courtship, it may very well last a lifetime. Scorpio with Scorpio. A love match between two Scorpions can be interesting and you two actually get along surprisingly well together. You're able to reach each other's minds and have the same likes and dislikes. Problem may arise if either of you tries to run the show. Shared power and responsibility is the only way for a happy union. Scorpio with Sagittarius, it's pure sexual attraction at first sight when the archer and the scorpion meet. But Scorpio cools down pretty fast when hit with the realization that Sagittarius is just out of out for fun and games. The free-willing archer won't stand for Scorpio's jealousy, whereas Scorpio views Sagittarius flighty ways as as acts of disloyalty. Scorpio with Capricorn. Sexually, you're very well matched. Even so, Scorpio feels things deeply and Capricorn is cool and unemotional. Both are ambitious and each like being in charge, so your powerful personalities may clash. However, this union works because you two understand each other better than most. Scorpio with Aquarius. Airy, absent-minded, freedom-loving Aquarius and intense, possessive Scorpio make an odd couple. Yet, despite all your differences, or perhaps because of them, Scorpio and Aquarius find often Find each other totally fascinating and a successful love affair or even marriage between you as possible. Scorpio with Pisces. Both Scorpio and Pisces are sensitive, feeling, and compassionate individuals, and together you have a depth of intimacy and emotional union that you will find with few others. Moreover, you share a deep psychic link that typifies true soulmates that is a good match as long as you can put up with each other's dark moods. All right, so that is it, you guys. That's all for the sex episode for Scorpions. I hope you guys enjoy this has it <laughs> turned out to be extremely long, so I hope you guys can get to the end um but yes, uh you guys um, I hope you have a wonderful day. It is like gorgeous outside, so I'm immediately about to go and break my fast and um. Get some um, get some yummies. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, um, exercise rather. That's how I was. Gonna, I want to go out for a walk. So you guys take care. Um, remember, um, please, uh, follow slash subscribe to this podcast. Um, share it. You know, um, on your social media that you're listening. Tag at the charming Libra. That would be awesome. Um, on IG um you guys I really care for you so much thank you for listening and being patient and thank you for supporting me so you guys have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you later bye